0: Oh, let's get nifty. Listeners, this is episode 50. How far we have come. The bicentennial episode. You're excited. I'm excited. it gets kicked off with a boom. You get introduced to a new podcast host, a permanent podcast host. Can you believe that? Oh my God. Change is a good thing, listeners. Change is a good thing. Introducing Connie. Um, Yeah, this is episode 50. I think you're going to love it. Um, This is your weekly reminder. Please, listeners, if you've not done so already, leave us a review. Uh, why not visit our Patreon if you'd like to support us further Patreon.com forward slash Pottervision Go on there, have a snoop about Maybe it's your thing Maybe it's not um, We're going on tour for a full list of tour dates across the UK You can go to Pottervision.com Anyway, here's me yammering on Here's episode 50 Episodio 50.
1: Ready? Yes. Am I ready? Yes. Are you listeners ready? Yes. For the Pottervision podcast, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be good if we had a crowd. But hello, and welcome to the Pottervision podcast—the podcast where every single week of the calendar year, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man cradling a duck plush. Opposite me, we'll uh, look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books and use them as a springboard for conversation and other such larks. This week, can you believe it? The Golden Episode, Episode 50, 50 It's Chapter 15 of Book 3, Prisoner of Azkaban, The Quidditch Final. Mm. Tom, how are you and your feathered friend? Who's this, you ask?
0: Well, that's Connie. Connie. Connie's joining us for episode 50. Oh. What's that you say, Connie? Episode 50. Yeah. Connie's a little chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she wanted to be on the podcast this week. Fantastic. But she only talks to me. All right. And also she's a bit rude. <laughs> oh,
1: I can't wait to see all the funny things she's going to be coming up with this week, listeners. Now we want feedback on Connie because we are considering having her permanently. So if you enjoy the banter between Tom and Connie that leaves me out, I think you should let us know and we'll have her back every week. What's Connie think about uh, this chapter this week? (laughs) She thinks you're a silly billy. Oh, she thinks I'm a silly billy,
0: listeners. I was reading the chapter with Connie. Yeah. And uh, Connie started getting a bit bored. Oh. it's about Quidditch. Yeah. But there was a bit of violence. Very violent chapter, wasn't it? Yeah, very violent. That kept her on board. She started giggling. (laughs) She likes a bit of violence, does she, (laughs) Connie? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Connie's not that well. No, what's up with her? Breathing problems. (laughs) Oh, no. Because... I don't know if we've announced this on the pod. Yeah. But some mould has hit my house. Oh, no. And I think it might be due to poor ventilation and the fact that my
1: house is cold. But mould has built up. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> some of you have missed it. The mould stories. But it's not me this time. It's Tom. <laughs> Tom's got mould. I got mould. Oh, And Connie's been breathing it in. Oh, dear. And I hear
0: her in the night coughing yeah. and Yeah. And I came in. And she pretends she's not coughing, but she has been.
1: Her poor lungs, caked in spores. Yeah, yeah. oh dear. Mm. Well, let me say, if it's starting, you need to stamp it out as soon as possible. Where is the mould, if you don't mind me asking? I think,
0: I think it's just a ventilation thing. It's downstairs, under the cupboard under the stairs. Oh, yeah. Because
1: yeah. it's dark, it's cold. And it's damp. It's damp. You need to get those windows open, keep that door open, Mm. and uh, I'll bring you some some of my stuff that kills it. Mm. But listeners, remember, you've got to spray it and leave it the first occasion, because we fell foul of that. We sprayed it and scrubbed it, and we spread all the pores around, and it got worse. Mm. So spray it, leave it. Next day, spray it again, then you scrub it.
0: We also, me and thee. Yes. And our ladies-to-be. Yes. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Have you got an announcement? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, our partners, respectively. Yes, yes. We went for a, a succulent Thai meal, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, succulent Thai meal. On Wednesday. Yes. And I did a little cheeky prank, didn't I? Oh, yeah, what was that? I, uh, I allowed traffic to be really
1: bad, so what? I was half an hour late. <laughs> Oh, it was a good prank, listeners. <laughs> we said we'll meet you at six o'clock. So <laughs> me and Martina are falling for the prank. <laughs> we turn up at six o'clock. <laughs> so we're there, sat in the restaurant. Oh, it'd be funny if you were there. We were sat going, where the bloody hell are they? And <laughs> they turn half an hour late and they say... It was traffic. The uh, the destination is half an hour away mm. from my home. Yeah.
0: So I set off half an hour before we're due to meet. Yeah. An hour later, I arrived. Oof. Traffico.
1: No, Traffico. Came out. Yeah.
0: But uh, Connie was laughing when she heard. <laughs> I bet she when, was. When Connie heard that you were sat hungry for half an hour, she couldn't stop laughing. Oh, she, she fell
1: down the stairs
0: and broke her little foot. <laughs>
1: But then you pranked yourself. Go on. So we got pranked, but then you pranked yourself because you ordered a meal purely based on the fact that it had Tom in the name. <laughs> yeah. You looked at the menu, you thought, oh, Tom Yum. Yeah. I'm going to buy that. Tom I said Yum. to myself
0: beforehand, listeners, I said, I'm not going to order a <coughs> broth this time because I don't want a big watery broth sloshing around in my tum.
1: Yeah. And what did I do? You bought a big sloshy broth. <laughs> ordered a broth. <laughs> because it was called Tom Yum. I was jealous of your meal. Oh, yeah. What did I come in my head? Oh, yeah. Uh, It was steak in black bean sauce with Mm. ho-fun noodles. Mm. But, listeners, I've got to be honest, if there was something on the menu called Lucas Yum, I'd have bought it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd have bought it. And I don't want to bring this up on the podcast, but uh, as a kind gesture, (laughs) I paid for the meal, didn't I? Oh, he did, (laughs) listeners, he did. He did. He very generously... Paid for the meal. And not only that, but he got uh, myself and Martina a congratulations on our engagement card with two pounds in it. One pound each. Mm -hmm. One new pound, one old pound. And then, so we've got that for the wedding. Now we just need something borrowed and something blue. And we'll have the set of four. (laughs) Yeah, mum. Speaking of weddings, I went to a wedding last week. You didn't tell me about this. Oh well, I'd like to say congratulations on the podcast to friend of the show Libby Edwards, who got married to Stuart last last Saturday. Congratulations, Libby and Stewart! Woo They got married. They're currently on holiday. I think they've gone to Paris on honeymoon, and they're going to Porto as well. But the wedding look was look lovely. Out. Oh, it was on the seafront in no? Oh yeah. They had a uh, Lady Bronwen Lewis was playing. Uh, Keyboard singing songs in Welsh and English. Yeah, 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 yeah. A wonderful saxophonist, the Kate. Saxophonist. Oh, it was good. Listeners, I don't know about you
0: guys, but that is the first time I've heard that in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. I think
0: if I'd have read that, I'd have said saxophonist. (laughs) Saxophonist. (laughs) Write in, listeners, if you're thick
1: like me. (laughs) How would you pronounce it? And do you know what they had for entertainment? Tell me. Shirley Bassey tribute act. Jesus. She was brilliant. Hmm. She was doing Goldfinger, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, the other ones aren't James Bond. It was bloody good. Hmm. She was very good, this, uh, this, this woman. It was a lovely wedding and congratulations to the two of them. Congratulations to you both. From me, Lucas yeah. and Connie. Connie <laughs> says congratulations as well. It's Connie the chick. <laughs> <laughs> She's a groovy chick. Tom. Yeah. Are you... And Connie, ready for a chapter rundown. Run us down. <laughs> so the letter is from Hagrid and Buckbeak is sentenced to death. And Hagrid is so upset that he can't stop crying and he's all sad. And they're trying to cheer him up, but Malfoy and his cronies are laughing at him. Mm. So Hermione goes up to Malfoy and gives him a big slap across the chops. That mm. is <laughs> That is awful. Tom is currently flicking Connie's beak, and it it just doesn't look right. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but the image of it is uh, slightly disturbing. Now, Hermione is under the stress and strain of doing all these subjects. She misses cheering sharks. She doesn't like it. And uh, she gets all stressed and stuff, and then she ends up in Divination. Professor Trelawney's going on about the Grim in Harry's crystal ball, and Hermione goes nuts. She mm. goes, oh, this is stupid. And she ends up walking out and quitting Divination. Oh, my good. Harry's getting ready for the Quidditch final, and the Slytherins are playing dirty tactics. They're throwing things around. Malfoy's pulling on Harry's broom. But... And they get the correct amount of points in, you know, ahead so that Harry can catch the broom. He beats Malfoy to it and they win the Quidditch Cup. Woohoo! Happy days. And that was it, the Quidditch final, chapter 15. What a chapter. What a chapter. What do you think, Connie? What's that, Connie? What a chapter. (laughs) What a chapter, (laughs) she says. I was joking at the beginning, but I'm actually loving Connie's presence. He's adding an extra 10% to the show, I believe. Especially flicking a beak. What will he be doing by the end of the show, listeners? This has been...
0: This is one of the most tense, aggressive chapters I've ever read in the Harry Potter series, right? Yeah. Emotions are flying everywhere. Yes. People are angry. There yes. is violence. Yeah. Starts off a bit softer, though. Yeah. Hermione lunges at Ron to hug him. Oh, yeah. Had she received an apology yet? Or was she just in pure emotion?
1: And he could not deny the hug. Yeah, I think she was just so over... And it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, if you've argued with somebody, often you've already forgiven them in your mind, but you're just so stubborn Mm. that you don't want to lose face in front of them. Mm -hmm. And I think the tragedy of Buckbeak's execution has just thought, well, you know, I need my friends. I can't be on my own on this one.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Drake appears, doesn't he? Because the news has just been... um, Given to the Hogwarts students that Buckbeak is gonna be put down. Yeah. Oh. Have they made the wrong decision?
1: We don't know really. Well.
0: should they have put down Grip Hook? <laughs> <laughs> he Dr- was there defending himself. Draco comes over, yeah. taking the Michael, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Right? And what does he get? He gets a thrashing from Hermione. Oh, my god.
1: Beginning of the year, he's mauled by a hippogriff. <laughs> Last week, Harry beats him within an inch of his life and his two mates. And now Hermione's slapping him about. Mal- like, I'd move schools if I was Malfoy. Bloody hell! <laughs> oh, sod's been through the ringer. All for having a smart mouth. Yeah. All for being a cheeky lad. <laughs> I can't believe his dad is inv- so invested in this. Do you think it's because Malfoy was the one that was hurt? He's got no, he's got no job. Yeah. He's just wealthy beyond his wildest dreams.
0: Yeah. So he's bored, and he's got all that fine things to do during the day. I worry that if me and you were at Hogwarts, and Connie... Yeah. ...for having such <laughs> smart mouths... Yeah. Um, ...we would risk having the living shit be around us. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: that happened to me once. No. I got uh, I was trying to impress some older uh, year groups, and uh, I was at the dinner table, and I was just winding up this uh, this kid who was about three years older than me. And then uh, afterwards, he found me in the playground, pushed me into a pebble-dashed wall mm. to try and scare me, and then uh, he cracked my head open and had to go to hospital because I was bleed- <laughs> bleeding from my head. Oh, my God. Did you get an apology? Uh, we just made up the next day. Did you handshake? Yeah, a little handshake on the bus, and I was like, sorry for, you know, taking the piss. And handshake Handshake like, on you what? On the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Don't be saying things like that in front of Connie. Yeah, we made up, but it was all all alright. Yeah, Hermione smacking Draco. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. It seems to be completely out of the blue. But then she seems to be so... I think, you know, I think if you were exhausted and stressed and stuff, you, you say things you regret, don't you? She's taking it all out on Draco. Yeah, exactly. She's, like, burning the candle at both ends. Yeah.
0: She's, you know, she's wearing thin. Yeah. Now... Draco's taking the brunt of it. Yeah. She gets out a wand, right? She yeah. smacks him, then she gets out a wand. What's the plan here? She yeah. kill him? I was wondering
1: that. Let it happen. What will she do to Draco Malfoy? <laughs> will she transfigure him? Will she torture him? She she goes so Draco says she, Draco calls
0: Hagrid pathetic, yeah? Yes. And then Hermione says don't you dare call Hagrid pathetic. right? Then she, she smacks him or whatever. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Would I like to have a friend like Hermione in my corner? Like, say, if someone was bad-mouthing me, I think I'd
1: like you to smack him in the face. Well, I don't know. I think, like, you just ignore people, don't you? Like, you know, if someone was mean to me and then you went and punched them one. How
0: about this, right? Yeah. You are at a stand-up comedy gig. I'm not there, right? Yeah. You're backstage. Yeah. If someone didn't know, we're mates, Yeah, yeah. And they start going, Tom Lawrence. Yeah, bad listener, isn't he? Yeah, are you gonna give him a give him a piece of your mind? Oh,
1: that's true, though, isn't it? What they say? <laughs> they said something not not nice about you. That wasn't true. Tom
0: Lawrence, he's unresponsive to emails and messages. Well, that is,
1: that's true. You are unresponsive to emails, right? Right. Tom Lawrence, he, uh, you know, <laughs> he's got a bo, right. <laughs> He's got B.O. <laughs> right, now we're talking. Right, if I'm standing here and say, Tom Lawrence has got B.O., I'll stand up, turn to everybody, and say, well, I've never smelt any, and then walk out in a mood. Tom Lawrence laughs at all his own jokes. You, you do, don't you? You're laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, yeah, I, but... You'd stand up for somebody verbally, wouldn't you? You don't go around slapping people. Yeah. The the response has got to be on the same level as what's riled you.
0: Mm. If
1: someone says something, you can't go around slapping them. No. Because then it'll always look like you've initiated a fight. Not the world I live in. No violence, por favor. No. Use your words. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, that, that guy pushing me against a wall was the last time anybody's ever been violent with me. When I was about... Thirteen years old, trece años. Yeah,
0: trece años. (laughs) Now Hermione draws her wand. Yeah, Draco and the boys, Crab and Goyle, respectively. They take one look at it and they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, "Whoa!" Whoa! They're like, "Let's get out of here!" Yeah, boys, you've got ones as well. Yeah, get
1: them out, muscles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's got a sword, sword, you idiots. We've all got swords. <laughs> What's that from? Aladdin. <laughs> where, I don't know about you, but in my school, it was a thrilling moment when a fight kicked off. Mm-hmm. Right? Whenever there was a, It would always be in the playground. Right, There'd be a field and a, the bit, bit where we play football. As soon as there was a whiff of a fight... Everyone from every direction of the school would come running mm-hmm. to the fight, and you'd see people running all <laughs> uh-huh. getting around in a circle. Some going, people, fight, some fight, people fight,
0: would fight. shout fight to yeah. alert the other children.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight! <laughs> There's a fight! And people would go running around and they'd be like, fight, fight. And it'd be like a barricade for, mm. so the teachers can't get through to stop it. Instinctive. Fight. Yeah. Somebody shouting fight would be like, you know. <laughs> when the alert goes off at the fire station, mm. everybody drops what they're doing, they're sliding down the poles, they're running to the fight, so I can chant, fight, fight, fight. We had a fight in our high school. Oh, yeah.
0: This uh, IT teacher called Mr... I don't know. Mr Computers. Mr Computers. PC Macintosh he was called. <laughs> he pushes his way to the front, right? Yeah. Try and break it up. Like, oh, let me through, let me through. Big, bold head, this fella, yeah. Yeah. Some lad walks up behind him and slaps him on the back of the bald head like <laughs> a proper good... Yeah, yeah. ...like that. <laughs> Ducks down and walks off. And then he's turning around oh, like, <laughs> who just slapped me on the head?
1: laughs for ages. Laughed and laughed oh. and laughed It's <laughs> so brilliant because during that moment, spirits are too high to because calm anybody down. What is that
0: opportunity? Someone's like, I've always wanted to slap that head. Yeah. He's not looking.
1: I'm in a crowd
0: people. No, it's my chance <laughs> Slap on the back of the head <laughs>
1: Who's done that mm, Brilliant Yeah So then they go to divination don't they Oh but they do cheering charms first don't they mm. And these sound like Drugs to me These oh, cheering yeah. charms Because they say that the, uh, the ecstasy doesn't wear off For a few hours <laughs> And for me, like, that would be my like, daily mindfulness routine if I was a wizard. I'd just do some cheering charms. And then, you know, in the evening before bed, it's like a <laughs> relaxation thing. Not having a bath, not doing this. Bit of cheering charms, and then feel good, go to sleep. Honestly, gre- perfect thing to do. Because yeah. even
0: worst case scenario, a burglar breaks in. Yeah. You hear them, you're still at the top of the stairs. They look up. And in the light being reflected off your teeth is just you grinning at them. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> They'd run for the bloody hills, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Connie don't need cheering charms, do we, Connie? We're cheerful enough. No. Oh, <mwah> Connie's a cheerful soul. Mm. So they go for cheer. They, you know, they have the cheering lessons, the charms lesson, and they go back to the common room. Yeah. Now, the new password is flippity Gibbets. Flippity gibbet. I was having a think about these Gryffindor passwords because we were wondering how can people get into the password you know, okay. into the common room. Now there's a website called howsecureismypassword.net, Right? And it you type in your password and it tells you how long it would take a computer to hack into your oh, really? into your laptop or whatever, right? So, flibbity jibbit is a good one, good password, right, because it would take a computer a hundred years to hack it, to go through all the combinations. Listeners,
0: change your password to flibbity jibbit. Yeah,
1: if everyone does it, everyone will be safe. Yeah. Right? Right, I've I've had a look at a couple of the old passwords, right, what are they like? Caput Draconis, that'll take one year for the computer to, to figure it out, Right. Wattlebird would take the computer 58 minutes, and the worst password, pigsnout, would take the computer five seconds to guess that password.
0: Why? What is it about flibbity gibbet?
1: I think it, it's just oh, so man, many letters. I think it's
0: because it's a, both of
1: flibbity and gibbet is a made-up word. Yes, definitely. So they're all like different things. And just for people who are interested, uh, Dumbledore's password of sherbet lemon uh, would take three weeks for a computer to figure out. Beautiful, yeah. Fun fact that I didn't know, you might know this because you watched the US versions of the films, is uh, his password is not sherbet lemon in the American films because uh, they don't know what they are. It's lemon drop in the US version. That's his password. Fair enough. But this is what they need to do to stop Sirius Black getting into the Gryffindor common room. They need to be adding a few more symbols, a few more numbers and a few more capital letters to the passwords. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they need to be doing. Two security questions before you're allowed in. Capital F, Liberty,
0: capital G, Ibbot,
1: 69, 69, 69. Yeah. You type that in, then it'll ask you a couple of questions. What's Dumbledore's mother's maiden name? <laughs> what was Snape's first pet? You answer them. What's Voldemort's maiden name? And then finally, you have to, you know, you get a load of pictures and you have to click all the ones. They've got a motorbike in them. <laughs> <laughs> click a box that says, I'm not serious black. As we all know,
0: Professor Trelawney teaches divination.
1: Divination, but
0: it's so sad that Hermione can't give divination a chance. Yeah, we've said it before. I'll say it again. There's no reason why divination should be
1: looked down
0: compared yeah. to any other topic. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's magic. Well, it's magic, and you know, even if you think it's a load of rubbish, you know, you're going to get a qualification at the end of it. The school won't be teaching it if it was true. No. It was false, yeah, yeah. It's not
0: as if it's a waste of time, because at the end of the day, you're going to get a qualification, and you can use that. Do you not want to work for the Inland Revenue? What's <laughs> that, Rob?
1: Some documentary about truant kids. Brilliant. <laughs> Everyone remembers that, right? Some documentary about truant kids. The man from Liverpool saying about working for the Inland Revenue. It's one of the top 100 quotes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, like you know, you study religious studies at school. Even if you don't believe in God, you're not going round loud and going, oh, this is a load of rubbish. Oh, I can't believe you're talking about the Ten Commandments again. <laughs> you just learn it and do it, don't you? Yeah. I don't know why she's like, so Like, like... General
0: studies. You don't learn anything from general studies. No.
1: But you just do it, don't just you? Just do it. There you yeah.
0: On. So, <sighs> 80 UCAS points.
1: <laughs> what to <did you> do <laughs> Shut up you boring bitch <laughs> Again from that documentary, the one we all know and watch <laughs> Although I do agree with Hermione that Trelawney's being a bit ridiculous when she goes, oh, I've looked into the embers and I've found out that crystal balls will be on the exam It's like, yeah, fair enough, Hermione <laughs> because she's gonna be setting the exam herself, this woman. Mm-hmm. You know. And she set that um, uh,
0: prediction at the beginning of the school year where she was like, Oh, one of you will leave permanently. And just so happens to be on the day that she starts having a go at Hermione.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Hermione storms off, and then one of them twins goes, Professor Trelawney, it's just like you said. And she starts grinning ear to ear that someone remembered.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I think she's so happy that she didn't have to bring it up herself. Cause she was going to. Yeah. It's like it's like when you suggested to me should we go to McDonald's? Mm. Like, oh yes. I'm just glad I've not suggested it. Mm. Somebody, I what, I didn't want to go to McDonald's. Tom suggested it. I was
0: dragged there. When were you going to take off the McDonald's prize of your cup? Oh, I can do it now. So, listeners, at the time of listening, this is McDonald's Monopoly. Mm. You can win big money, yeah. small money, apple pie, fruit bag, drink,
1: drink, drink.
0: fries, fries, burger, burger, With flurry, yeah, it's Sunday,
1: yeah. Hey, did I tell you I heard a bullshitting child when I was in McDonald's the other week?
0: No, you did not tell me.
1: So, this girl is on about the Monopoly prizes, right? Now, either she's bullshitting or the kid she's on about is bullshitting. But she goes, I've got a friend at school, right? And she goes, they bought a McFlurry, took off the McDonald's sticker, and it had a free McFlurry on it. And they got that. And when they got the McFlurry, they pulled the sticker off, and then they got a Coke, And then they took the sticker off that, and then they got a cheeseburger. And then they took sticker off that, and then they got another McFlurry. (laughs) Plausible. Not plausible, because you do not get a Monopoly sticker on a cheeseburger. Everybody knows they wrap the cheeseburgers up in paper, and they don't stick the Monopoly stickers on it. What if it was a Big Mac? She did not say it was a Big Mac. I would not call a Big Mac a cheeseburger. Mm. Is the cheese on it? Yes, is there? Yeah, there isn't there. Right, shall we see what I've ended up with? Drum roll, please. Peel. Oh, oh, I can't can't peel it. Peel it. oh this is embarrassing. I can't peel it off. It's gone all. Uh, it's gone Wet. all funny. <laughs> oh, that is that. <laughs> That's the worst thing to ever happen on this podcast. It's destroyed, listeners. Oh, hang on,
0: hang on. Can you save it?
1: He saved it. He saved it. And we've... with uh, we've, oh, we've earned bugger all. We've got <laughs> Part Lane, Whitehall, and will you win online? And let's see what I've won. <sighs> a token for a sixth of a coffee. <laughs> hey, well, you've won a lot more than I did. Sixth of a coffee. Before Hermione kicks off, right? Professor Trelawney is going on about these crystal balls, right? Now, to, Ron is trying not to laugh, and it says... Ron had to stuff his fist in his mouth to stop laughing. I've done that before had he <laughs> What an image I've seeing this lad with his over old... I couldn't even fit my fist in my mouth. You got a small mouth though. Can you? Uh, no. I'm not
0: gonna try it. I don't know why you just tried. <laughs> Ron for me I could is fit Connie's beak in my mouth.
1: Oh please don't. <laughs> now ron is on top comic form in this right he makes oh, one geez. remark she goes can you see anything yet can you see anything mm-hmm. and ron goes yeah i can see a burn mark on the table where someone's dropped the candle <laughs> then later on she goes uh you know they're on about predicting in the bowl. and he's looking at the cloudy ball and he goes oh i can see there'll be fog tomorrow mm-hmm. he's on top form can i just say for him
0: Oh, yeah, relatively. If that was me, I'd say, rush me to hospital, my patter's shite. (laughs) That's an overnight stay waiting to happen, isn't it? I'd say, get a vet in and get the vet to put me down. Yeah. Because I've lost my sense of humour. Very (laughs) nice.
1: Very nice, listeners. Wash my mouth out with some fake dog poo. I found it funny. I can't believe how rude Hermione is in this chapter.
0: Very rude. She's taken all the built-up angst that she's been given by Ron and Harry over the past
1: several months out on anyone that comes across her. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't slap Jelone around the chaps. But she's so rude. And to just announce that she's quitting divination after doing it for six months. Surely Mm. the teacher's like, well, you can't just drop out. (laughs) With no reason. Yeah, students don't get to
0: decide that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine I'm in year nine. Right, that's it. No more history for me. <laughs> no, you, you've got your sats coming up. No, no.
1: I don't believe in it. Oh, you have to do it. This is school. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had a bit of a theory, right? You know is, we know, has been using the time turner. You know, she's ageing a lot faster, like we said before, than the other students. And, you know, it's been a while now, hasn't it? And I'm thinking these mood swings. It's the menopause. It's the menopause? It's the menopause. She's feeling hot. She doesn't know why she's walked into rooms. Hey, I'm not even going to let you finish, because I'm cutting this out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's
1: not having it, listeners. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crass. <laughs> What's saying in the menopause?
0: <laughs> saying fucking fourteen year old's got menopause. You said a had double D tits. Months ago, I've aged, I've learnt since <laughs> All right. (laughs) Hermione is clearly bitten off more than she can chew. Yes. Because she's struggling with all these extra lessons that she's got. Yeah. I I know that's going to be revealed later on, but she's taking every subject on the curriculum, Mm -hmm. and it's all Dumbledore's fault. Yes. Because she's clearly struggling. Yeah. And there's no need for her to do extra lessons at all. No. No. And, like, there's no reason for her to be doing divination. Yeah. Because you choose what you take. Yeah. And if she thought it was daft,
1: there's no reason to give her a time-turner to take it. It's ridiculous, because it's always going to make her tired and exhausted. Like, even the most capable, amazing students should only be allowed to take one extra subject yeah. than <laughs> the rest of people. Like, imagine being at your school, and you're like, Oh, I want to take every GCSE. I want to do every GCSE. They're like... Well... Obviously, that's a crazy idea, but what we're going to do is we're going to open the school till 10pm for you. And all the teachers will teach you all the subjects. It's not what you do. No. What you do is put them in the year above. Oh, yeah. Because they're
0: clearly exceptional.
1: Yeah. You don't... (laughs) Gifted and talented. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it is, like... It's got to be a welfare issue, because... By the time she gets home to mum and dad at the end of the year, she's going to be so exhausted mm. and burnt out from school. And she's got another, what, four or five years of this? I think, bloody hell, you're killing me, child.
0: This chapter, I said at the beginning, it was tense. Yes. Everyone is tense. Mm-hmm. Quidditch is coming up, right, at the final. Hermione with her exams. Seamus mm-hmm. Finnegan was kicking off about something. Yeah, Everyone is being. A little horror. Yes. Everyone's been a little horror. Hermione, Seamus, Oliver Wood. And it's all the professor's fault. Yeah. Everything that they have done has led to the mood right now. Hermione with, like, you know, her extra lessons, Mm -hmm. being exhausted. Is it something about the exams are going to be a bit soon or something? Why was Seamus kicking off? Well, just the fact that they've got so much homework over the Easter holidays. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's the teachers again. Yeah. And like the danger inside Hogwarts because a killer's on the loose, and the teachers have done the bare minimum to protect the students from this alleged killer.
1: It's very poor, isn't it? You know, Ron is also working very hard on Hagrid's appeal. Right. But he's doing all this research, Ron. He's looking through these books. But, Ron, the problem last time was not that Hagrid didn't have the information. He had loads. he had done so much research. He had all his files. Mm-hmm. The problem was that he didn't say any of it because he was so nervous. He kept dropping his papers on the floor. You should be spending less time in the library revising and you should spend more time building up Hagrid's confidence.
0: Yeah. the Compliments. When I first met Lucas Kirkby, yeah? he said something very profound to me. The 19-year-old boy that he was... He said, comedy is all about confidence. It's 10% what you say and 90% how you say it.
1: That is true, I did say that. <laughs> That's funny that you remember that. But it's true, isn't it? You know, you could do the same bit of material completely differently and it would yeah. uh, go down a treat. Say
0: anything confident and yeah. say things in a funny way. Yeah. Do a
1: funny face. Yeah. Give them a wink, give them a smile. Tilt your hats. <laughs> People love it. Hagrid needs to go in there with spangly boots, you know, top hat, tails. Are you kidding me? He was already dressed in a... Cane?
0: In an orange furry jacket, <laughs> a polka dot tie. Yeah. He was almost there. Yeah. If he'd have... They were like, oh, he hasn't got the confidence. He yeah. can't pull that look off. If he'd have pulled it off, he'd be flying Buckbeak around yeah. the Great Hall as we speak.
1: You're right. He needs to be smiling at the jury, winking at the judge... Blowing raspberries to Lucius Malfoy across the courtroom... And he would get the result he wants. Mm. But he's there, gibbering and blubbering... Mm -hmm. Like a wet lettuce. And uh, it's all in the performance. Because Lucius, he's got the control, hasn't he? He's Mm -hmm. got the finesse, the style, the confidence. That's why he's winning that battle. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Be funny. (laughs) Be funny. If anyone here has a court appearance coming up shortly... Be funny. That's what they like. <laughs> Tell a few jokes. Crack them up a bit.
0: Now, the Quidditch match is coming up. Mm. And everyone's terrified of someone beating the living shit out of Harry. Yeah. So he can't perform as the Seeker. Because yeah. apparently he's the best Seeker in the world. Yeah. Best Seeker in the world. Best, best, best. Um, Harry is more concerned about someone destroying his firebolt. So during every break, he runs up to his bedroom mm-hmm. where the firebolt is locked in his... Chest.
1: Yeah.
0: To check on it. Really. Yeah. That is like me with checking my front door's locked. Really? I'm like checking it three times. I'll drive off sometimes. I have to drive yeah. back, check it's locked.
1: Oh, yeah, you forget, don't you, that you've yeah. done it.
0: Or even checking my car door's locked once so I've got somewhere. Yeah. Constantly yeah. checking. Yeah. Because my worst fear is getting back to my car and finding <laughs> that someone has got in and he's asleep in my car. First oh,
1: people. I don't want that. Somebody's sleeping in it. Maybe you're
0: not even a homeless person. Maybe just some grub. Oh, yeah. Some stink. Just some stanky. Some creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd come back to my car and that d- nightmare had come true... Yeah. I would simply set the car alight. <laughs> you just burn the person to death. That's nothing
1: to do with me. I don't want the car anymore. Whether they're in it or not is their problem. See? And if he delivers that in court with a smile and a wink... <laughs> he'll get away with it. That's how it works. Harry... You're wanting to keep the firebolt secure. Where should you keep it safe? Ooh, in my trunk, in the common room. The place where only a couple of weeks ago somebody broke in and slashed up all the sheets. The place where only last year somebody came in and ransacked your diary from you and stole your diary. I wouldn't have that broom anywhere near the common room. I'd keep it somewhere else, keep it in McGonagall's office or something.
0: I'd keep on it all the time. Fly it to each lesson.
1: Hey, that big good. <laughs> well, he loves the attention as well. I think he'd love to fly in the great hole in the uh, on the firebolt. Wrap it in your invisibility cloak. <gasps> clever boy, you're clever, aren't you? Stick it behind mm-hmm. that witch's hump. And
0: also, the fact that he managed to beat the living crap out of Crabbe and Goyle and Draco a few weeks ago when he was wrapped under a cloak. Imagine climbing under a duvet and then yeah. trying to batter someone while you're under it.
1: Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so difficult. He's annoyed about that. Um, Harry's bothered about, more bothered about Malfoy, getting the better of Malfoy than actually winning the Quidditch Cup mm. it seems. But it's going on about that and it says Malfoy was annoyed that Harry hadn't been punished for last week. I'm annoyed as well. Mm. He's battered three students and <laughs> he's had no repercussions whatsoever. Malfoy the other week was flying around with a cloak on, pretending to be a Dementor. They got 50 points deducted from Slytherin, and they all got detention. Harry has bludgeoned and three lads. And also he got battered as
0: well. Yeah. Because he did expect patronum on, oh, yeah. on the lot, and they plummeted to the earth.
1: <laughs> so he's already had that, 50 points, bloody detention. Harry commits, like, battery and assault, and he gets nothing. No deductions, no detentions. Harry is a snowflake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's part of that snowflake generation. Now, Oliver Wood, right, is going mental. Yeah. And I believe he should be taken off the team as the captain. Yeah. Because he's gone power mad. Yes. It's meant to be a laugh,
1: this. Yeah. But he's going crazy and being strict on everyone. Yeah. It's no fun anymore. No. If it's not fun, then why are we doing it? Well, it's his last chance. You know, he takes it very seriously, anyway. But he's been on the team for seven years. This is the final match ever.
0: He needs to start of thinking about, you know, what he's going to do next year. I know. Is he going to get a job? Yeah. Because yeah. you can't. What is that? Always conversations going to be that? Yeah. Trying to chat people up in a pub. Yeah. I I uh, uh I won the Quidditch World Cup
1: at school. All right. Did you? I'm right. you? <laughs> Twenty-eight. Oh what do you do now? Uh, talk about that mostly. Oh. Um, sorry, my, f- my friend, Um, I just need to go. Do you have a kiss? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, he's just obsessed with it. I feel like unless he goes into Quidditch, which he might do... Like actual, like being a Quidditch player.
0: He's not that good, he's lost every <laughs> for the past five years. But he's only the goalie, isn't he? He's the keeper. He's the one letting them all in. Stop yeah. letting them in.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Stop letting them Stop in. Stop letting them in. We're going to see this when the match starts in a moment. Yeah. He's constantly letting, you're the one who wants to win so bad. Mm. Why do you keep letting the goals in? He saves two penalties. That's crap. He lets loads <laughs> in. Don't let any in.
1: Oh, I was impressed with Wood's performance in this.
0: Harry looks out the window and he sees Crookshanks hanging out with the Grimm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Doesn't> he? <laughs> he Yeah, and it's not just that they're in the same thing, but Crookshanks is walking by the side of the Grimm. Walking out walking around together, right? Yeah.
0: You got me thinking, I wonder how Harry felt seeing that. Yeah. Cause that would be like if you saw me yeah. hanging out with your worst enemy.
1: Oh yeah. Mr Son. Mr Son. Yeah, that'd be strange. Yeah. But as well because we know spoiler alerts that the Grim is Sirius Black. Mm. Right, So he's turned himself into this dog. But what's he doing? Cuz he's literally walking around with a cat. What's the <laughs> What's Sirius Black trying to do? Hunting rats? Do you think? <laughs> yeah, cuz what's he eating? No. Yeah, what is he eating? Cuz yeah, he probably um, hunts animals or well, something or maybe Lupin's feeding him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just putting a bowl of bonio out near the Forbidden Forest. We've got a lot of big reveals coming up. This We've had two
0: chapters of Quidditch.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's an extra chapter in this
1: book than there was the last book, wasn't there? There's a few, actually. I think there's... Uh... I think in the last book there was 18 chapters, and I think there's 21 in this. Mm, could have left this uh, Quidditch
0: match out, because it's boring me.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, there's been that much of a build-up to this Quidditch final, and all the bloody Quidditch matches. You know, I'm surprised we didn't have Buddy Gary Lineker talking to three pundits, and having like a highlight reel of the previous games. <laughs> Gary Lineker, Sultan Lineker. That's it, isn't it? Now,
0: morning of the Quidditch match. Yeah. Harry feels like he ate something extremely wriggly for breakfast. Chewing gum? Surely not.
1: No. Worm. <laughs> now, no wonder Slytherins are horrible people. Because I believe if you're treated like the villain, or if you're treated nastily, you, you'll you turn nasty. Because mm-hmm. you think everybody's against you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Hufflepuffs and the Ravenclaws... Are all cheering Gryffindor and booing the Slytherins. <laughs> the commentator won't say a kind word about them. No! I'm not being funny. I think he commentates every match, but they should have different people commentating. If it's Slytherin versus Gryffindor, they should have a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff commentator. Yeah. Somebody unbiased. Mm. But they've got Lee Jordan swearing and doing all sorts. And not
0: only do they have everyone booing at them. Yeah. Lee Jordan saying they are crooks, saying they are cheats, saying they're filthy little liars. Yeah. They're also described as enormous. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like, enormous. Yeah. Enormous. Have you ever seen a school child and thought, they are enormous? <laughs> <laughs> no. Enormous. I remember there was, like, the odd one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Hogwarts ain't that big. No. To have every
1: child on the Quidditch match. Yeah. Enormous. Yeah. That's crazy. What does he mean by enormous? Does he mean like big and muscly? Oh. Well, um, Craig on aren't
0: on there. No, no. So are the enormous students sorted into Slytherin in year seven? Yeah,
1: that's true. Gryffindor, brave and honourable. Or not that. Uh, <laughs> Gryffindor, brave and honourable. Ravenclaw, smart and wise. Puff puff. all the rest. All the rest, loyal. <laughs> Slytherin, enormous. <laughs> That's how you sorted everybody.
0: Imagine that. Sitting down as a big, bit of a big lad, year seven under the sorting hat. Oh, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. Are you sure you're enormous? <laughs> you could be enormous, you know, <laughs> and Slytherin could
1: guide you on the way to. In normality. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll go on a diet. Are you sure? Better be Gryffindor. (laughs) Now, for me, we've said it's boring. We don't like Quidditch and all that. But I will concede that I feel like this is the best Quidditch match we've had. Yes. It was very interesting. A lot of dirty tactics going on. What was your favourite bit? I like Harry's mental bit where I think it's Alicia Binet is going for goal and all of the Slytherin team are flying after her and Harry decides just to bomb it right through go as fast as he can into all the other teammates to make them scatter mental somehow it works but imagine if they hadn't moved suicide bomber. yeah exactly Right, <laughs> like he's thinking oh I'll scatter the pigeons here but then actually they're all the same as you one of them's probably got a bludger mm. foolish and it nearly ruins it for him because while he's busy doing that, Malfoy nearly gets the snitch. But he does protect Alicia Spinat. Yeah. My favourite bit was Montague. Oh, yeah. Montague,
0: um, for some reason, grabs hold of Katie's head.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? And then somebody hits, uh, hits somebody's head with a, a bat and, and then goes, Oh, I thought she was a bludger. What? But for me, the ruling system, is <laughs> insane. You'd, you'd kill somebody doing that, hitting them with a cricket bat. Mm. For me, though, the ruling system is ridiculous because no matter what foul you do, no matter what rule you break, you'll only give a penalty away. Every foul you make, every rule you break, every woman you hit, every... Large you uh, kick. It's a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'll be coming out soon on iTunes. But you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter whether you... I know what you mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Go on. It doesn't matter what you do, there's going to be a penalty. So you might as well kick, punch, do whatever you want. to Stop somebody getting the snitch or what have you. Mm. It just annoyed me a bit. Mm-mm-mm. Another thing I want to ask about is... What does a Quidditch penalty look like? So you've got the quaffle. Yeah, they hey,
0: throw you the quaffle. Go on. Are so you it's, tr- just, it's just pausing the game a moment.
1: Yeah. Are you trying to throw the quaffle? Do you throw the quaffle from a, a point? I think they always throw the quaffle, don't they? Or what? do they have a run-up? Yeah.
0: Yeah, is it a static throw? Yeah. Or do you get a run-up? Because <laughs>
1: Quidditch requires momentum. She yeah, yeah. It's like, so you can throw the ball further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have it because I'm not being funny. Like football penalties, you give them a kick, don't you?
0: Yeah.
1: If you threw it from a standing position, you're not scoring any goals <laughs> because how fast can you throw a football? Really? Well, like, <laughs> it's going to be so easy to save. It would just roll, roll forward. So I can't imagine how they're doing these penalties unless they do have a bit of a run-up type thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just imagine. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the ball just floats into the air. Doesn't even reach the holes. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, fun. We're getting a lot going on. Uh, halfway through, it turns into an episode of Wacky Races. Suddenly, we're in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon with slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah. Where we've got two Slytherins, Derek and Bowl. It sounds like a bloody new ITV detective drama. <laughs> they come in at Harry from either side and just before they get to him, he moves up and they bang their heads together. <laughs> it's like all bloody daft fun like that. It just turns into a bit bit comical. It says, Lee Jordan swears over the comms. Where was that in the film? Prick! <laughs> I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Pussy! God. <laughs> yeah, the slither is just doing a foul on the griffin does. <laughs> Ass <laughs> Lee Jordan! But later on, it does make me laugh when... Because uh, Malfoy pulls on Harry's broom, doesn't he? Mm. To, like, slow him down. And uh, even McGonagall's getting annoyed, shouting and swearing. That'd be fun to see, wouldn't it?
0: Of all the things that have happened, that's not that bad. No. Pulling on a broom. Mm. And the fastest broom alive, surely it wouldn't affect it that much.
1: Yeah, better than hitting somebody in the head with a bat, pulling Mm. on a broom. Mm. But yeah, for me, best Quidditch match so far, and what a moment for Harry. What a moment. He's got his new best memory for his Patronus, winning the Quidditch Cup. First time in eight years, or however long it is. What does Connie think about that? What do you think, Connie? (laughs) She thinks it's great. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: How many, how many, how many blonde boys pulling on a broom uh, are you going to give the chapter out of five? Do
1: you know what? For me, this is the best Quidditch chapter we've had. And we said it a few chapters ago, there's been so much Quidditch in this book compared to the others. Like, books one and two, we had one Quidditch match mm-hmm. per book. This is the third game we've had in one book. <laughs> So, but I will say this is the best Quidditch match I think we've had. It's very exciting and with all the build-up, they had to win, surely, the Quidditch Cup. They did win. Very good. Uh, Hermione's starting to get all stressed. She's missed out on divination. That was exciting, seeing her, uh, you know, explode in that way. I'm going to give this a very solid four Malfoys tugging on a broom out of five. Excellent. Mm. Now when me and Connie sat
0: down to read this chapter, (laughs) I said at the beginning we were disappointed, but then, the violence, the emotion, the anger, and it really stirred something in us, we got quite excited, and as the chapter went on, things got worse, things got more brutal, it got disgusting from the beginning to start, and for that reason, me and Connie are going to give it, what's that Connie? You want to give it five blonde boys put on a room out of five? All right then, Connie, that's what we'll do. Oh, a lovely vote from Connie. Now, are you ready for this week's segment? Quiz.
1: <gasps> quiz, 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 quiz-ici-qui. Quiz, quiz-ici-qui. quiz, 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 Going to ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, 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 Going to ask you about Harry Potter looks, how well will you do? i blow you a kiss.
0: Question one. What kind of charms were they experimenting with in divination? Er, uh,
1: in, in charms, you mean? In charms. Uh, they cheering charms. Correct. Question two. What was this week's password? Flippity jibbits. Question
0: three. What book did Hermione use as a pillow? Oh, erm um,
1: Arithmancy book. Correct. What colour was Snape's robes for the match? Oh, er... Uh... Oh, well, I'm pretty sure it was green, but you you want something more specific, don't you? No, it was green. Oh, green, okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: And who won the Quidditch match?
1: Grimindor! (laughs) Hey, hey, Well, what's the prize?
0: The prize this
1: week is. You get to hold Connie for a moment. Oh, I've been wanting to do this all day. (laughs) Hey, that was a quick moment! I'd barely had her in my hands Then she was taken from me Oh, I feel hard done by by that If I win next week's quiz Can I have, you know, like five seconds at least? I'll give you a
0: longer hold, yeah
1: Alright, a longer hold next week Hey <laughs> <Cool. laughs> quiz, quiz, quiz 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 Gonna ask you some questions How well will you do? Quiz quiz a Quiz 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 Gonna ask <laughs> you about our How well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss the time has come for the nation's silver medal segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to plopings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, we've got a couple of lovely reviews. The first one is from Red Morning Lights 2012. Red Morning Lights. Red Sky in the Morning, Shepherd's Warning. Is They say, Love this podcast. My boyfriend and I have had it on non stop on a road trip around Ireland. Hilarious. Can't believe it's not more popular. Red Morning Light like 2012, neither can we. Tell your friends. Yeah, <laughs> tell your friends when you're going around no, no, Ireland. No. Tell everyone in Ireland. Yeah, we're going to be performing there actually. We'll on... have them all as new listeners fantastic. Uh, they say also, can't believe the number of references to Pepper Army, Austin Powers, The Cricket for the Men in Black and Tim Burr. I don't know what Tim Burr is. What's that? Do you know <laughs> Tim what <that> Burr. Is? <laughs> if you, Hey, If you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know, you don't know. I'm in the dark listeners, but thank you very much, Red Morning Light 2012. We've also had a lovely review from POMGirl44. Now, POMGirl says, love, love, love this podcast. I'm late to the game so I get to binge on the episodes back to back. It cheers me up so so much and I'm also from Manchester. And she says one of my favourite bits is when Tom interrupts Luke on the rundown. (laughs) So uh, first of all it's Lucas but I get called Luke by most of my family. Oh yeah. All of my dad's side call me Luke. I'd consider that rude in a way. Would you? Your name is Lucas. It is, it is. L U K.
0: J A M E S. Yes K-I-R-K-B-Y
1: Exactly, correct it's 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 So, so your middle uh, name's James? My middle name's James, yes Oh, is his most popular middle
0: name, that? Yeah In my opinion I think you're
1: <laughs> <think> you right
0: <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's a bit too uh, boring to I be a I can't believe Hang on You don't... Other than your sister, who's gone away... Yeah. No immediate
1: Welsh names in your family, eh? No. Well, my dad's English and... uh, God, yeah. (laughs) My granddad on my mother's side uh, was also English. He was from uh, Liverpool but he was an evacuee. From? From Liverpool. Oh. And he he evacuated to North Wales when he was about five years old. Oh. But my mother's mother has a very Welsh name. Yeah, let's hear it. She was called Olwen. Oh. Oh, Olwen, yeah, lovely name. Was a part of a Welsh myth, Olwyn was a, a woman who was made entirely out of flowers. <laughs> Lovely. Anyway, so, thank you very much, POM Girl 44 And uh, if you're enjoying Tom's interruptions of the rundown, well, you'll be very sad to find out in a few episodes that uh, I tell Tom off and suddenly it stops. <laughs> Look forward to that. Uh, we've also had a lovely message from Alex on Instagram clearing up a few things about something you said the other week Alex Alice. so Alex says who is that? Uh, somebody you met at that <laughs> festival oh yeah uh, she says hello, Tiny Timbo and Little Luke mm-hmm. I am one of the uns, age twenty-five, who met Tom at the festival, and would n- and would first like to confirm that we would never slander Lucas, and we do in fact sing the mole song in our free time. Oh, that's not how I remember it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Anyways, I was just wondering. Which Hogwarts students or teachers do you think would be Android users? Mm. I think Luna stinks of those weird emojis they have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who do you reckon? Snape. Yeah, yeah. Ron Weasley. Yeah. (laughs) Ron would know all the Weasleys. Yeah, they've just had some, like, family deal, haven't they? They've got
0: some Alcatel smartphone.
1: Yeah. I hate this snobbery. (laughs)
0: You can see it in his eyes. Um,
1: Who else would be on Harry? Would have like iPhone Pro, yeah, yeah, iPhone 13 Pro Max edition. I feel like Dumbledore wouldn't even have a phone because I think he's so hipster. He'd have one of them phones that's got like massive buttons on it. Oh yeah, for the elderly. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like most of the teachers would just have an iPad. (laughs) Use Facebook Messenger on, yeah. And she also asks, who has the biggest social media influencer potential? Mm. Oh, uh, Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah, he's popular, isn't he? And Cedric Ch- Diggory. And Cho Chang. Cho Chang, yeah. 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 It's got to be them, hasn't the, it? They're gorgeous. Yeah.
0: They're sexy.
1: Yeah. They're, feel... teenagers. <laughs> they're teenagers. They're oh. teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like all of those girls at Bow Batten's are going to have an Instagram account, and they're going to get paid for by companies to influence fashion choices. God, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, uh, and then finally, she says, uh, "Thanks for blessing my earballs every Monday." And we, the Potter Visions, a group chat they've got. We'll see you in Charlie. We're, we're looking forward to that, Charlie. That'll be next. Pottervish Huns. Oh, Pottervish Huns. That's yeah. funny. I only just get that now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be in Charlie next. Uh, is it next Wednesday? Yep. Oh, Maybe it. it's Thursday. It's the thirtieth. The thirtieth. Better get ready for that. Hey Charlie,
0: you're so fine. You're just so fine. You blow my, my mind. Man. Hey Charlie. Hey, hey Charlie. With there. special guest support. David Stanier! Uh oh, here we go!
1: Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited about all this. Uh, we've had another email from Georgia who says Have you ever been to the Warner Brothers Harry Potter Studio Tour or would you like to go? May I answer this? Yes. No, and no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to go. Uh, she says My partner and I are going next month and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Well, let us know how it goes. We might actually, because we're going to be in London, aren't we, for our tour? Are we? Yes, in February. So why don't we go check out the tour? (laughs) He's not agreeing, but I'll keep pushing him till February. Uh, We've got another message from Lewis Shaw on the website. Very interesting. Yeah, he says, Hi, Pottervision boys. Could you remind me next week when we record our episode... (laughs) That after we record, I need to pick up my grandma from the airport. Yes, we can. <laughs> we can, we can render the show, Lewis Shaw. Hedwig's droppings. Pottervision. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much to everybody for listening, and thank you to our special guest, Connie. As always, please get in touch, Pottervision Comedy at gmail.com, or we're on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Guys, we're going on tour. There's only a week and a half left. We're in Chorley on the 30th of uh, September. And then we're next in Hull, I believe, on the 14th of October. And then Peterborough on the 15th of October. And then there's loads more dates. We've just confirmed that we will be in Belfast, Northern Ireland, on the 12th of March. So tickets will be available for that very soon. And we'd love to see some of our Northern Irish fans there. But there's 15 dates altogether. They're all on the website, www.pottervision.com. If you would like to support the show and get bonus content, go to patreon.com forward slash pottervision. There's bonus episodes. There's our 2019 live show. There's all sorts of merchandise and fun. And you'd be supporting us, and that's absolutely fantastic. Next week is episode 51, and we've got a very special guest. You missed him at Christmas. We'll have Lewis Shaw, friend of the show, back to join us, and we'll remind him that his nana needs picking up from the airports. And it's chapter 16 of book three Professor Trelawney's Prediction. Mm. You have been Connie's assistant, Tom Laurinson. And you've done a perfect impression of
0: Lucas Kirkby.
1: Goodbye. Motivation.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.